gentlemen, welcome back to East Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Matt and I. I hope you enjoyed listening to us uh, go through some rounds of heavy-hitting trivia. I know I learned a lot in that episode. Definitely humbled me in terms of my seemingly high NHL knowledge. Um, so yeah, now for episode 109 of East Conversations. I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with the homie Matt. So what's up, people? What is going on, everybody? Hope you're having a great day right now. It's, I mean, we're recording. It's Friday. It's going to be super nice this weekend. And before I do anything else, let me just Let's go. <laughs> crack this beer open. Mm. I'm excited for this weekend and to record, Eric, because we will be talking about a subject that we both love. Well, kind of like two subjects combined together of things we love. Uh, so without further ado, why don't you announce to the listeners what we're going to be talking about? Yep. Good call with the beer, Matt. This also goes synonymous with at least one of the things that are part of the combo that we're talking about. So yeah, we're going to be doing a um, something we've never done on the pod before is a sports movie episode because we're big sports guys, big movie guys. When I mix the two of them together, it's a match made in heaven. And there's a ton of sports movies out there to figure out how to talk about as many of them as possible in a way that makes sense. We came up with the idea of doing a draft in which Matt and I would each pick a movie from each of the four major sports. So in this case, um, hockey, football, baseball, and basketball. And then a fifth category, which would be miscellaneous. That could be kind of a wild card, any sport movie category of our choice. So going to be interesting to go over all those sports those different sports and then picking movies from each of them. And it's going to be hard at the same time as well because I was compiling little lists for each sport and uh, trying to see what will what'll come to mind when it's time to make the pick. So going to be a lot of fun for um, the order. I mean, Matt, you're uh, the one with the beer right now, so maybe the judgment will be a little cloudier, so I might want you to have the first pick. So I'll ask you, do you want to have the first okay. pick? Or do you want me to go first? I'll leave it up to you to decide how we're going to go about this. I'll take the first pick, put the pressure on you, you know? Okay. All right. We'll see. See if that's the case. Um, So, yeah, I guess without further ado, Matt, do you want to decide which category of sport you're going with and then what will be your pick and why? Sure thing, Eric. Uh, I think we should start. We're going to start with hockey. First of all, the NHL playoffs are right around the corner. In fact, they will have started by the time the pod's out or just close to. Um, hockey movies, not like a ton like the other categories, basketball, baseball, football. There's way more of those movies. Hockey movies are far and few between. Um, I was racking my brain all day, like, which movie am I picking? And then, like, it just it hit me in the face, uh, hit me in the head like a slap shot. Mm. And that is the movie I'm picking, Slapshot, with Paul Newman from the 70s. Um, I remember watching this movie, renting this movie with my dad. Hilarious. Not the fastest paced movie. It is, it is older, but like just like the jokes land and the Hanson brothers are, are iconic still to this day. So Slapshot's my hockey movie. What do you got, Eric? Yeah, that's a great pick. And you know what? Me saying that is kind of disingenuine because I've actually embarrassingly enough never seen Slapshot. So as a huge, apparently huge hockey guy, that might be blasphemous. You might say, given that there aren't that many great hockey movies out there to begin with, my list is short. I actually had Slapshot on my list just as like a, 
preparation, you know, playing good defense is a good offense. And, um, but no, that's great, Matt. I've, uh, I definitely do have to get on Slapshot. Does it hold up to this day though? Would you say like it still is a, a classic in the 21st century? I think so. I just, I was very young the first time I watched it, so I didn't get everything, but rewatch, like as an adult, you're, you're old enough to appreciate it. It does hold up. Um, so seeing as I don't need to worry about the hockey category, I'm going to wait a little bit because now I have my pick locked in for that. I can wait to lock, to put that one in. So I'm going to go over to, uh, football and I'm going to snag just the all time underdog story guy. You just root for uh. during the whole movie, the homie rude boy, Rudy. And, um, because I figured also that might be one that could be on your list. So I'm playing again, some defense here. But uh, great pick. So great I actually pick, saw Eric. Rudy for the first time this year in its entirety. I had seen clips of it in the past. You've all, we've obviously all seen the scene where the whole team just lays their jerseys out one at a time in front of the coach in the coach's office, just in solidarity with Rudy. And it's just an all time heartwarming story. He gets his moment in the end. And uh, just of perseverance, hard work, believing in yourself and you're never wanting to abandon or give up on your dreams. Just an all a great movie. Sean Astin, uh, career defining performance, perhaps up there with Samwise Gamgee, Bob in Stranger Things. Just put him in the Hall of Fame for all those performances. And I think Rudy is just a great movie. Uh, take the sport element out of it. Just like I said, strip it down and talk about the the meanings in that and the symbolism themes in that in that movie. Just all time, strongly recommend for anybody who wants just um, a, feel, a good feel good movie. I think it would fall under that category and emotional at times as well. So, Rudy is my first pick of this sports movie draft. That is a bloody good pick, Eric. I'm not gonna lie. That was my that that was my football movie, and I'm gonna have to go with my runner up. But we'll save that for later. Uh, I love Rudy. Love everything about Rudy. It's very inspiring. It, like you know, when I'm doing my workout, and I have to do my last set. Like I just I'll think of Rudy or something else inspiring to like just get me through it. You know, um, or um, great great pick. A quotable too. Like there's a lot of like relatable relatable stuff in there you know like getting he's getting put down by his family constantly and it's like jesus this guy doesn't get a break i love it love it just gonna add sneaky good john favreau appearance in there as well like as his i want i forget if he's his roommate or just like his buddy in college but uh, yeah i always love seeing that a slim johnny fav vince is in the movie too vince vaughn like couple lines he's one of the players uh so John and Vince, you know. Okay, so I'm going to switch over to basketball. Basketball was the hardest for me to choose from because though there are a lot of basketball movies, I have not seen a lot of them. And honestly, I've seen the one I'm going to pick. I've seen at the theater. Every time I watch it, I'm pumped up. I love it. Main performance by our lead is amazing. And of course, that is the movie Coach Carter. <laughs> love that movie. So when I first saw it at the theater, I didn't know what to expect. It's like almost like a coming of age high school movies for some of the younger characters. The ideas of Samuel Jackson's coach, uh, Carter, like kind of like going against what the school wants and that clashing and coming to a head in three quarters into the movie. 
But then, like, he ends up, like, he puts his foot down and they do the homework and then they get back to basketball. It's got a good blend of drama and showing a lot of basketball. So, yeah, Coach Carter, that was the only logical choice for me. Every other basketball movie was either, like, a stupid comedy or you know, Space Jam and stuff like that, right? So, nothing wrong with Space Jam, by the way. But, uh, yeah, Coach Carter. Great pick. Was at the top of my list as well. Basketball does have a lot of movies, though, so there was a decent little well of movies to pick from. So not devastated by the Coach Carter pick, but it is, I think, the best. I think it's the best base basketball movie out there from what I've seen anyways. It's for sure the best one I've seen. That's a movie that got thrown on constantly when there's a substitute teacher who's in that one day in science class can't go, where it's like, all right, Coach Carter it is, or gym <laughs> class. I feel like I've seen that movie close to, like, in the double digits in high school, but it was always, it always plays. And it's like you said, very inspiring how they get, he gets everyone to buy in. Now I'm, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. So memory's a little hazy, but there's, um, quite a few sad moments in there. I want to say as well, like does one of the kids get gunned down in that movie. Am I just making this up? One of the kids cousins gets gunned right, down. His cousin. Yeah. 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 Okay, but yeah, that's probably a movie I'm due for a rewatch as well. Iconic, like I'm just picturing him in the the during the practice, uh, the practice. Uh, did they practice with no basketballs or something? Am I mixing that up with something else as well? Probably yes. Now I know what I'm thinking of, but yeah, he just works them. The suicides, like running up yeah. and down. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to do the same thing now and go into another category and get the first pick now because that is the play here. And now yeah. for, for baseball, there's quite a few options that I'm looking at here. I'm staring at one that might raise a few eyebrows. But again, great performance by um, Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro. This is an undercover classic that I will not be picking in the fan, but my movie. <laughs> that was good. My, my movie will be Moneyball for a baseball. That's a nice. best baseball movie in my books. Anyways, again, only seen it the one time, but I remember just being very captivated by like Brad Pitt, just a very, again, another cool performance that he's just someone that, you um you, like gravitate towards watch the movie Jonah Hill too. I want to say that's like one of the first roles that he had that was outside of his comfort zone in the comedy realm and now stepping onto the drama roles that led to him getting into Wolf of Wall Street and then War Dogs and other movies of that ilk. But yeah, Moneyball. I want to say nominated for Best Picture or did some damage at the um, Academy Awards. So I'm bolstering my roster with Moneyball there. And for me, it's an easy pick. I think goes without saying Moneyball on the board for me with the, the one pick for baseball. Excellent pick, Eric. It's one of my, I had top, I have, it's in my top two for baseball and the other one will be revealed soon. But what's great about Moneyball is like, you wouldn't think a movie about like what the subject matter is, which is basically analytics and statistics and changing the game of baseball to what we know it as we know it today and like but the dialogue is razor sharp brad pitt is very captivating jonah hill too he was nominated um like you said and like he it, it mixes 
the like the showing baseball with like every uh, with it's like a drama and then showing some good baseball uh, which every okay so every actually, maybe we should have let off with this but like every good sports movie has a bit of both it's not like just playing the whole movie it's not just like a tournament it's you're showing some like character development drama stuff and then the actual sport and Moneyball does a great job of that you know good pick Eric like I said it was it could have been my number one I have another one that I'll reveal soon but uh, no no good good pick a movie that doesn't deserve to be like it ought it could it shouldn't be that good if you think about it a movie like just read the premise of the movie it has no right to be that good <laughs> just by the subject matter but no great pick um I guess I'm going with miscellaneous now. This was super hard. You know, the first obvious first obvious choice is boxing. It jumps right at you. There's so many boxing movies. And for the longest time, my pick was a boxing movie, but I switched it at the last minute after talking to my girlfriend because she mentioned this movie, and I'm like, holy freak, this movie is amazing. Um, again, a drama and a sports movie at the same time. My pick is Warrior with Tom Hardy and Joel Egerton. UFC movie um, or mixed martial arts movie, I'll say. Um, Freaking movie hits really hard. You know, you got Nick Nolte who plays the dad trying to reconnect with his sons, the two sons that haven't like talked to each other in a while, both entering the competition for different reasons. Tom Hardy just killing everybody. I don't know if you've seen the movie, Eric. I don't want to say too much. No, nope, I haven't seen it. Okay, I won't say too much. And like Joel Egerton, the family man. Uh, doing it for different reasons for like oh, Eric it's it's a phenomenal movie Warrior is amazing I slept on it for years because I heard it was amazing and I'm like ah I don't want to like you know you you hold it in high regards but you don't want that bubble to burst when you watch it but you know what the movie is as good as people say it is so I'm picking Warrior for my miscellaneous pick it's a great pick I mean obviously of what I've heard of the movie I heard it's fantastic people say like Tom Hardy is that dude in that movie. And like, I haven't really seen him in those kind of roles in my time seeing him on the screen, but I guess warrior is one to start with. And I thought for sure you were going to go raging bull with miscellaneous. I don't know if that (laughs) one was on your radar or not, but, and I was also looking at like for me too, miscellaneous, like boxing was, or fighting movies, I guess was the category of sports that had the most great movies to pull from and warrior obviously i haven't seen it so it wasn't on my radar but i was there's a plethora of movies to pull from there so mm-hmm. i mean it sounds like warrior great pick for you but like i said i was sure you were going raging bull on that one or even like rocky for example for instance but uh, nice i guess warrior i gotta yeah. throw that in the mix then as well yeah just just quickly eric it was Raging Bull up until like an hour ago when I t- spoke. To the only reason it's not Raging Bull is there are they show a lot of the boxing, but like it's more like of a character study and like a really about this man. And I just felt like it gets recognized more as a drama than a sports movie, but it still counts 100%. I just, Warrior is more, there's a lot of fighting in the movie. A lot of, it shows the sport a lot more than Raging Bull, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. 100%. Um, so, yeah, now if anyone's listening or watching and watching me make these first two picks, like, what is, like, Rudy, Moneyball? Like, I just admitted I've only <laughs> seen these movies once. Well, these next three are all going to be movies that, like, these are truly sport movies that I've seen a ton of times, and they'll make total sense when I go through them. So I'm just going to go 
probably in order of um, least to most favorite, I guess. I'll go in okay. the... Hmm, actually, that's a good one. Now, I said I had an order in mind, but I don't even know now that hmm. they're staring at me. But I will go basketball to start and go with, you said, like, basketball movies. Coach Carter is the only one that's very, like, credible and, like, a great drama, great story, good themes, values, and all that. Well, this one has very little of that and is kind of the opposite of a Coach Carter, and it would be Will Ferrell's semi-pro. Just an <laughs> alt, honestly, all-time movie. And I feel like it gets spat on a little bit. People think, like, it's kind of a joke. Or I guess people also might misremember how hilarious this movie is. Great all-star cast of supporting characters. Woody Harrelson as Ed Monix, Dynamite. Veteran players brought on late, traded for a washing machine to rally the tropics and um, bring some credibility to that locker room, that championship-winning pedigree, mentoring a young um, Andre Benjamin's Coffee Black who, in my opinion, very underrated actor. I don't know why he Andre 3000 doesn't ha- get more roles in movies, like either com- comedic or dramatic, but he's great in this. And yeah, David Keckner as the league commissioner, trying to bring a few teams to the NBA. I just, I just have a great time watching this movie every time. And honestly, I might find it funnier with each subsequent viewing because I just pick up little little other little jokes here and there as well so for me it's an easy that was what that would have been my pick to regardless had you not taken coach card I was going semi-pro no matter what just because I compared to football and baseball I do have like an attachment to semi-pro whereas like for baseball and football there isn't really a comedic counterpart or dramatic movie that I like more than those two so that's why I'm going semi-pro all day for a basketball Wow. Um, I've actually never watched semi-pro because frankly, I, I judged it by its cover. You know, I thought it looked stupid watching the trailer and I always thought it was a stupid movie. Obviously I've heard people talk about it positively and it's one I need to check out. Um, cause like when it came out, I had zero interest in watching it. So it's good that you're saying it's aging well. That's that's a good sign. I like all those actors too. Like when it came out, I didn't know half those actors. Like I didn't know who David Koechner was. Now he's he's that guy's in everything. He's a hilarious actor. But no, that's good. Uh, I I gotta check it out. And good I mean, pick. it is an easy movie to not take seriously because like I'm I'm staring at the cover right now. Like it does look pretty um, hacky, and it's like how do I say? It was also coming out in an era where Will Ferrell was just flooding the market and uh, like yeah. he was kind of beginning his fall from grace. Like it was, semi-pro dropped, I think in 2008. So right before Se- Step Brothers, actually, or right. No, Step Brothers is 2007, 2009. I think it's 2009. Everyone, eight, eight. It's eight as well. So it might be yeah. 2009. Anyways. So he was like, just, there's so much, you're seeing Will Ferrell everywhere and he's putting out movies like land of the lost as well, which like, always these movies where he's playing these um, over-the-top exuberant characters and maybe it was starting to lose its appeal right around the turn with semi-pro. So people had just gone over-saturated with Will Ferrell and were tired of him. So maybe that's why it, it also isn't really talked about in the same light as like Anchorman, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights the other guys, even though other like other guys was after that too. But anyways, it, it's an easy one to have missed. So I would recommend going back 
for me, I, I, I find it funny because I enjoyed it back in the day and then I can still enjoy it now. So I do wonder how it fares on like first time viewing well past its release. So if you do watch it, let me know what you think. And if you, if you don't like it, that's, that'll be totally fair, but I, I enjoy semi pro. So I think it deserves some shine here in the all time great sports movies draft. <laughs> No, that's great. Like Will Ferrell's, I got a lot of blind spots with Will Ferrell movies, so uh, I know which one to watch now if I'm ever in the mood for a comedy. Um, I'm gonna go see what. Uh, it's tough because I'm gonna I'm gonna do my baseball pick. I have a lot of contenders. Like I can go serious or more comedy. Like that was the debate with football and bass and baseball. It was really hard. Um, but you know what? I I I think I've just chosen uh you picked moneyball for baseball i'm picking a movie called hardball i don't know if you've heard of this movie with keanu reeves coaching a bunch of like uh lower income kids in a rough neighborhood and it's it's again it's it's a baseball movie but it's about the kids lives and him trying to help improve their lives you've seen this story a million times it's like the rest it's the perfect story for like a tv movie or like a really inspiring story but it's really great, sad at times, great soundtrack. I remember some Biggie Smalls on the soundtrack. You know, the, it's all about the atmosphere, the setting, you know, and just like the love of the game of baseball and Keanu dealing with his own stuff too. But yeah, Hardball, a really underrated movie actually, really good. Like you should, I recommend watch, if you, people haven't, if you guys have not seen this movie, watch it, it's really good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Of course, I've heard the name Hardball. I've known about its existence. Did I know Keanu Reeves starred in it? Absolutely not. But that um, sounds like a good story and something that would be uh, definitely worth watching if you made your top baseball pick. I thought you were going to go 42. That's what I had locked yeah. in for you. That was, an, uh, that was a contend. Like If you had taken Moneyball, I would have went 42. I've also seen that one, enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. But yeah, that's a great movie as well. Um, oh yeah. Or Ed was also a contender. Matt LeBlanc, the chimpanzee who becomes the third baseman, I believe. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm gonna go miscellaneous now. Another comedy. Um, I don't know if there's another movie that exists that covered this sport. But it's a classic. One of the main characters actually came up in another draft that we did. Top comedy movie characters starring Ben Stiller's White Goodman. So that would be Dodgeball for me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Good. Great pick. I wonder what needs to be said about this movie at this point. Probably not too much. Just that it's another movie that for me, heavy nostalgia died of laughter seeing it for the first time and like also like a bunch of subsequent viewings like it still hits i remember it's one of those movies that i've seen my dad laugh the most at ever (laughs) that and the hangover too like i always remember him just dying at specific scenes like the if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball and then just start starts chucking the wrenches at the players hilarious and also honestly features some pretty good action sequences in that the dodgeball games are entertaining all the different teams that are in this tournament too pretty funny like you got the lumberjack team you (laughs) know why that's the first (laughs) one that came to mind but 
Yeah. The, <laughs> anyway, I for, I'm forgetting the team names now, but Global Gym Purple Cobras and uh, Average Joes, obviously. And obviously, you know me, I rooted for the Global Gym Purple Cobras all day. That was my squad. Devastating L in the final, in the finals. <laughs> a few, um, uh. a few undisciplined errors, I will say, by White Goodman. He got the warning, the ribbon warning. Um, t- took a few cheap shots, as any good villain does. And we'll get to that when we talk about Creed Three with the homie Diamond Dame. But yeah, great, uh, great comedy. It would if you haven't seen Dodgeball, I don't know what you're doing out there, but. Check it out. It's a it's a classic in my books. Man, Eric, that I didn't even think of dodgeball while like thinking of miscellaneous movies uh, category. Um, honestly, I I'd be comfortable saying like I I'd pick dodgeball over Warrior. You know why? Because dodgeball is ingrained in our pop culture. I still quote it all the time. Me and my girlfriend always quote that movie. We watch it. When we watch it, we just repeat the dialogue. Like if a movie, if you're repeating dialogue right before the character is about to say it or saying it, before, you know, like, you know, a movie's made it. So Dodgeball is a true classic. It's freaking amazing. Everybody knows the characters or they should freaking like the L for love. L yeah. for love, like <laughs> kills me. That doesn't mean that love. guy's. Um, yeah. Freaking and white Goodman. Oh, my God. I'm white. W-H-I-T. E. <laughs> And like him bouncing off his wife at the time, Christine Taylor, and like yeah. him reading the dictionary, you know, when she's like in his oh, everything, everything is great about that movie. Good freaking pick, Eric. Yeah, thanks. I, I that that edges my movie, man. Like Dodgeball is a is freaking amazing. Hank Azaria, Patches O'Houlihan. True. Oh, yeah. Classic. Uh, make sure to pick the bigger, stronger kids so you can pick on the little ones. <laughs> Like Winston here. Uh. <laughs> Just dummies him. <laughs> yeah, Great movie. I think one of the one of the teams is Skills That Kills. Yep, it's like nice. the, the rapper dudes and there's uh one yeah, of them. They're just uh, horrible, eh? The just like dodging the balls but not really throwing them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Great, great. Good pick, goal. Eric. Thanks. I think I only have football left, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yep. So you picked a great, great movie. That was my first pick. Rudy was my first pick. Um, I had a lot of second choices, though, and I'm gonna. I'm very comfortable with this pick. Um, it's a Denzel Washington movie called Remember the Titans. Mm. It's. It takes place in like segregated America, where you know you didn't really see that back then, like a black and white football team intermixing. And it's about like the first time they tried this, or one of the first times. And Denzel's the new head coach, like a black head coach in a in a southern state, and like a mix in white of like it, it's it's all about like that tension. And there's a lot of that in the movie, although the movie goes light on all that racial stuff. It is entertaining. There's some good football, but it's always like the main issue is like we don't want to play with the white guys don't want to play with the African-American players and vice versa. Um, well, not not vice versa. The, I mean, the African-Americans want their chance at the big league, you know, but what makes the movie is Denzel and his assistant coach played by I think Will Patton's his name. He's an actor. You, I guarantee you'd recognize you've seen him in a lot of movies. But he's like the assistant. He's doubting at first. And Denzel throughout the movie slowly like changes his mind on things. And it's cool to see. 
And like at the end there is like brothers in arms, you know, it has a really powerful message. I don't know if you've seen the movie, Eric. I didn't really spoil anything. I mean, it's, you know, it's an inspiring movie, a feel good movie in the end, but no solid movie. Remember the Titans from 2000, 2001, I think. Have you seen it? So that might be another one that I did see in gym class, like way, way back. Cause I don't have much of a recollection of it, but I think, I do think I've seen it because I know the name, obviously. I remember the Titans, but I don't know if I I remember seeing it. So I might have not, honestly. I'm not sure. I know, yeah, I I don't know. Okay. (laughs) But that'll be another one, though. Like, all these movies, honestly, these are all, other than Coach Carter, I'm I'm not sure if I've seen any of them. So that's a good good add-ons to the list for me, definitely. Sweet. And Denzel, I mean, the guy very rarely misses. He's been killing it for decades. Always like um, great dramatic character. And also he's very charismatic, right? He kind of reminds me of Kid Cudi in the sense of like he can flip from like very serious to jokey just like that. And you're captivated the whole time. Like they have very similar ways of delivering lines. And um, I don't know if that's an insult to Denzel or a huge compliment to Kid Cudi, but I said what I said. <laughs> so, um, so for my last pick now, I'm actually all, I'm, I'm in between two because I could go two ways. Now, obviously, we start how we finish. We're back to hockey because these are two movies that one I've seen way more times than the other, but the other is objectively a better movie. So it's uh. which way am I leaning and I'm going to go with one that, and, and you know what? I'm going to go with the one that's better because the odds of me throwing on the movie I've seen more often as a kid are less likely than the odds of me continuing to watch this movie that is newer. So for me, it would be Goon starring Sean William Scott. Just nice, absolute classic movie. I think it's a great comedy movie on its own. You don't even have to be a hockey fan to enjoy this movie. And in saying that, obviously, I have a skewed perception because I am a hockey fan. So for me, I find it extremely funny. But I feel like there's just good dialogue in there. The way they depict hockey culture, like the guys in the locker room, how they talk. And for me, one thing that just always hits for me is violence and humor. And they nail that to a T. Just how his character, Doug Glatt, acts one punches people takes shots and then is being yelled at by his coach like punch him back like oh okay yeah and then just starts giving it to the guys and um it's just hilarious and also Liev um, Schreider Schriever Liev Schreider whatever his name is amazing character as Ross the boss Ray fantastic villain I understand you have my respect whatever that means to you you got it but know this shit hard. If ever there comes a time when it gets down to the marrow and it's you and me, kid, I will lay you the fuck out. Love the rivalry that they have, the rivalry and mutual respect that they have for each other throughout the movie. And uh, Xavier Laflamme as well. Fantastic, just dirtbag with all the skill in the world, but has an ego on him and a lot of insecurity. So he's dealing with his own stuff. Clashes with Doug. 
who's a teammate of his, and then eventually a friendship blossoms out of it. Um, it's just Doug's rise to in earning the trust of his teammates and his coach and um, becoming a leader on the team. Just an all-time movie. I've not seen the second one. I've obviously heard it's not as good as its um, predecessor, but Goon won standout movie in my books. And um, I think, honestly, it might be, I haven't even seen Slapshot, but it might be the new age rendition of Slapshot. So this might be some good book ending of how we did our draft. Start with Slapshot, finish with Goon. I think there might be some poetic justice done there. Have you seen Goon, Matt? Oh, yeah. That was my uh, third pick for hockey, actually. Love Sean William Scott. Freaking hilarious. Leave Schreiber and Sean William Scott made the movie. Uh, Jay Baruchel wrote the movie, I believe. Freaking that guy's talented. Like this, this put my like after he after that movie came out, I was like, okay, this guy's got some talent. Um, Freaking, we don't get enough movies like this, like hockey movies, where you get like the behind the scenes look, and that's why I think like a show like uh, like Letterkenny, I think, and Shorzy and all that. Like I think I would like more of those shows. I haven't gone to them yet, but I digress. Uh, no, I love Goon. I think I've only seen Goon once. I swear, I think I'd love it even more if I watched it again. Only did the, did the one time watch. Um, I thought you were gonna like throw Mighty Ducks two at me, Eric. So I was thinking Mighty Ducks two. Funnily enough, and it's funny that you chose Ducks two because that was exactly my movie. Like it was Ducks two, <laughs> not Mighty Ducks. Which like I feel like most people would say Mighty Ducks if you're gonna pick one of the three is the one. But for me, I've always been a Ducks 2 guy. I've seen that movie. Yeah. I've seen that movie probably more times than all these movies combined, honestly. Because that's a, that, those are movies that we used to watch all the time. Like on them, in them, we had like a little TV, like a monitor in our car back in the day. That was like road trip movies, Mighty Ducks, one to three, just rip them. Or at home, uh, for sure, I've seen Ducks 2 so many times. And um, have like in back in the day, NHL games created players for each of the Ducks players in the video game and then make a team with just those players. Charlie Conway just running away with Art Ross trophies, heart, heart trophies, you name it. Luis Mendoza, Rocket Richard winner. Like, we don't need to go into all these stats. It, Lester Averman, Selkie finalist. Anyways, but um, yeah. So, big Ducks guy over here. But honestly, I feel like the Mighty Ducks legacy has been tarnished by the atrocity of the TV show that Disney released a few years ago. That Mighty Ducks series was a joke. I didn't even watch season two out of, like, as a protest against it. And I heard it got axed after two seasons. Like Even Emilio Estevez didn't want to return for season two. So that kind of tells you where his head was at with the whole process. Just a, a horrible series. Which Disney needs to stop this. This building yeah. off of legacy movies or series. And then rebranding for a younger audience. I don't know if... like Obviously it's meant for them. But I wonder if it hits for them as well. But for me it definitely didn't. But no, Ducks 2. All that to say. Ridiculous movie. Probably like if I'm being as, like as true as possible to myself, I picked Ducks two. But like I said, odds of me going back to Ducks two pretty slim. Whereas Goon is a movie that I actually do want to watch. It's been a little bit since I've seen it, and um, I think it's a fantastic movie. So just to build up my roster, Goon just fits the bill. No, it's a great pick. You have a solid lineup, actually, Eric. 
Yeah, so if you're watching on YouTube, I could uh, just you see who has what. But I'll just give a recap of everybody's picks. So I'll go Matt first. Matt got Matt has slap shot. Remember the Titans, Hardball, Coach Carter, and Warrior. And I picked Goon, Rudy, Moneyball, and uh, Semi Pro, and Dodgeball. So can uh, let us know what you think of our picks. Um, who knows, might put a poll up, you can vote, if not, it's all good, but yeah, no, it was, it was fun though, I liked uh, this format, and like, the, the, just the defense, right, like, not, never going yeah. back to a category that was just picked, they gotta just block and get the first pick in that category, so no, it was fun. Although, I think, I think you got me with the miscellaneous, man, dodgeball <laughs> did not even go on my radar, but I just think of the iconic status of the movie and the rewatchability value. You know, like, yeah, Warrior is more thrilling and more dramatic and more better acting than Dodgeball. But Dodgeball is, like, a, the perfect comedy, you know? Mm. There's not many movies I would put up against Dodgeball for, like, a perfect comedy. Like, everything's iconic. There's few and far between. So, good list, Derek. Or yeah, good picks. You as well. Like, obviously, I haven't seen as many of your movies as, um, like, mine. I've seen them all, but... Like Warrior, like I wouldn't be so hard on Warrior myself, having not even seen it. Like I heard, I've heard very good things from most people. Like it was someone's um, listener submission. We'll get to that. But like okay. I know, for example, Bassam, like he's a huge Tom Hardy guy. Like he's he's talked about Warrior to me quite a few times there. So I know if he's listening, he'll he'll love that pick over Dodgeball. If it, we talk to Curtis, he'll love Dodgeball over Warrior. But anyways, we'll let the the masses decide what they preferred. <laughs> But no, this was a great stuff, Matt. We can probably just go into the listener submissions. I'll go um, okay. in order of who submitted what. So the first one was from Ron Antoine. So he submitted in the baseball category, Field of Dreams, which seen uh, that movie once, like when I was a kid, like I obviously remember the premise of it there, but was that movie on your radar for baseball? Not at all. Like it's a good movie. Not a movie I care to rewatch ever though, because it's like a one and done. It was really good. Don't feel the need to ever rewatch it. All right. Well, thank you, Ron. Uh, the next one is from my cousin Dan. So he said the bench warmers. So again, baseball, which bench warmers for me, decent comedy. It has a lot of classic moments. Like one that comes to mind is like the I am 12. And like, that's been a huge meme. Like the guy who um, is like, he's a grown man and he ends up playing for like this, u12 baseball team and he has like a a birth certificate that's just a piece of paper that says i am 12 has a picture of him and there's like a 20 dollar bill in it and then the umpire just pockets the money and says like yep he's got documentation he's legit and he ends up like he's a he's a ringer for the other team so pretty funny moment other than that i can't really remember them like there's a character that's afraid of the sun so that might be one that like semi-pro is definitely a very goofy movie but would um, merit a rewatch for sure. So I've never watched the book. Yeah. I've never seen it. It looks stupid. It looked (laughs) stupid at the time when it came out. Like I had no interest. So Rob Schneider, it's definitely a stupid comedy. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Thanks, Dan. Uh, The next one was from Cindy Ud. Kristen's sister who also submitted some picks. We'll get to her later. So hers was actually one that you picked Matt coach Carter. So basketball. Nice. Uh, thank you, Cindy. The next one is from recurring guest, Justin Mocktinger. So his were, again, actually a few of ours. So remember the Titans for 
football. Goon for hockey. The Rocket, which I'm not sure what that is. Benchwarmers, which we just oh, discussed. Yeah. And he said a bunch more. So a lot of sports movies, but he just, he gave us those ones. So what is The Rocket exactly? Is that it's Maurice a great French-Canadian movie. Yeah, The Rocket's a great movie about Maurice Richard. It's like a Quebec movie. It's really good. Roy Dupree plays him. And it's just about his life and his entry in th- into the NHL. Like the like him getting to the NHL. Because it wasn't like an early... Like he was injured a lot at the beginning. It wasn't like a made thing. Like, oh, this is going to be the next phenomenal player. There was a lot of like challenges he faced. So, no, The Rocket's a really solid movie. Okay, Good right pick, on. Justin. Yeah, thank you, Justin. I'll have to check that one out as well. So then the next one was from, like I said, Klesin. She had a few. Air Bud. So I think that's basketball. <laughs> Coach Carter as well. Yeah. And Warrior. Again, so Warrior getting some shine here. Like I said, and Coach Carter, just a fan favorite among the Ud sisters. Yeah. Thank you, Kilsen. The next one is from the homie Mart Chevalier. So his was Blades of Glory, which, again, will oh, fall God. in that, that niche, uh, or that pocket, I should say, of like Will Ferrell just on a run, choosing a sport, and then delivering a product based on that sport or like a little area of uh, expertise whatever and blades of glory only seen it once i don't remember loving it honestly it's probably one that if i saw today i would recognize a bunch of the actors and might find more humor in it but i remember like the first time i saw it i uh, i wasn't a huge fan of it honestly have you seen it matt yeah i watched it once i thought it was terrible <laughs> but <laughs> Like I was only eighteen or nineteen when it came out, so maybe I maybe it's aged well and it's funny. But no, me and my dad watched it and we were like, "This is terrible." <laughs> like Will Ferrell kind of rubbed me the wrong way in a lot of movies. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Great in some, horrible in others, and I did not like John Heater either. I feel like in that run, he kind of became like Taika Waititi in that he felt like he had all the creative control in the world; he could do whatever he wanted. And he paid the price with a few of those movies. But all well that to said. say, th- yeah. thank you, Mart, for the submission. Um, <laughs> so the next ones were from my brother, Zach. So his were Goon, The Mighty Ducks Movies, Happy Gilmore, and Friday Night Lights. Oh, nice. Friday Night Lights, The Show, not The Movie. So I know you're a big Friday Night Lights, <laughs> The Show guy. Um, shout out Buddy and Lila Garrity. Yep. Um, <laughs> what was the one before Friday Night Lights? Um, said, uh, Happy Gilmore, which I was considering. For Happy Gilmore. Great. Yeah, great pig, Zach. That's a good golf movie. Hilarious, classic, a lot of memorable moments. Um, Friday Night Lights, a TV show, criminally underrated. That show doesn't deserve... That has no right to be that good because you think it's like a cheesy high school drama, like Degrassi-esque baseball, uh, ba- football-like environment. But no, like it's it's really good. Really, really good. Freaking Kyle Chandler kills it. Taylor Kitsch. Our boy Jesse Plemons as Landry. Yep. The guy's a, a gem in that show. A gem. Um, no, Friday Night Lights, the show is super solid and ended at the right time, you know? Didn't go on forever. It was perfect. Yeah, I believe East and West Dylan, like they're mirroring the East Coast West Coast to drama, and um, that became a theme in seasons four and five. 
just uh, divide yeah. amongst the the dillions. Um, yeah. No, I've seen like episodes here and there when Zach watched. I've never seen it from start to finish. But you're right. It's funny, right? Jesse Plemons, like who would have thought he'd become the actor that he is today when you see him in Breaking Bad and Friday Night Lights, like showcasing a lot of range in those two shows. So maybe it shouldn't be that surprising. Just interesting to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all good picks, Zach. The next ones were from the homie Curtis. So he submitted semi-pro Friday Night Lights. I'm assuming the movie didn't specify. And The Replacements. So I've seen uh. Friday Night Lights, the movie, once. Don't really remember it. And I've not seen The Replacements. Have you seen this, Matt? Yeah, I have. It's with Keanu Reeves as well. And there we go. Gene Hackman, I believe. Uh I only seen it once. I was a kid. I remember liking it. I don't know if it holds up, but I mean, if Curtis has it on his list, it does hold up. Yeah, I, I value his opinion. Friday Night Lights, the movie, watched it once. Didn't think it was anything that special. So yeah, but good picks, uh, Curtis. Yeah, thank you, Curtis. And then the last submission was from my uncle Denis. He submitted the replacements as well. So there you go. Okay. Due for a rewatch. That's good. There you go. I'm due for a watch. So yeah, thank you, Uncle Denian. Thank you everybody for the submissions. A lot of lot of sports movie enthusiasts out there. Love to see it. So now can segue into what kind of led us to wanting to do sport movie episode was the recency of the well. There's a few things, right? Like we can talk about a few things that are sports, but um, as there are things happening right now, like um, baseball season started. NHL playoffs are coming up, NBA. But I wanted to talk about the Creed Creed 3 really quickly because I've, I've just seen it and you had seen it, recommended it. Or no, maybe did you recommend it on the pod? Because I saw you you rated it on Letterboxd. So maybe that's how I know you saw it. Regardless. I did not I know, talk about it on the pod. Okay, yeah. so I saw you rated it on Letterboxd. So I knew that you had seen it. I was a huge fan yeah. of Creed 3. I thought arguably could be the best movie in that franchise thus far. And now I'm going to go full spoilers mode. So if you haven't seen Creed 3, maybe fast forward a little bit. I'll put a timestamp in the description for the episode. But great movie. Love the evolution of Michael B. Jordan in this role. I think Adonis Creed is a great protagonist and has gone through every single movie, a lot of emotional and physical development. And it's just cool to see him now go from being that hungry... Uh, up-and-coming boxer who gets a shot, finds out who he is, and rises to the occasion in the first one, to now being behind the scenes, and literally directed this movie, behind the scenes, promoting other fighters, and tra- helping to train them and all that, and then being forced to confront his uh, ghost of his past in Jonathan Majors' Damien Diamond Dame Anderson. And it made for a wild ride, honestly, like, I wonder if yeah. seeing that movie, having not seen any trailers, you can kind of see that this guy is going to be a villain. I, I think it's fairly obvious, but I, I don't know. But I, I really enjoyed his character and uh, just the dynamic that the two of them had and the ride that we went on. So for me, that would be like opening thoughts on Creed 3. Matt, what did you think of that movie? And overall, where does it rank for you in the Creed movies? I thought a lot about this. Um, Creed 3, like... I, I think it's my favorite out of the three, actually, um, because of Jonathan, like, he was so good as da- as Damien. What I like the most about Creed 3 is Creed 1 and 2, Stallone's in them. Mm. 
I'm not gonna say it's distracting, but like this is really like Adonis's Creed show. And in the first two, in, especially in Creed two, like when they keep cutting to, Sylve to Sylvester, I'm like, it's good, but it's it's kind of taken away from like, I wanna follow what Michael B. Jordan's doing. Creed three, I know how there's some controversy because Sylvester like read the script. He didn't like how dark it went. They didn't offer him a role. He's never gonna watch the movie. I read all about that before watching Creed three. And honestly, I didn't miss Rocky at all in the movie. It was a Michael B. It was the Adonis show. He was great in it. I like I like how it takes place many years after Creed two. He settled into his new gig. Um, I like the darkness. I like what what Stallone doesn't like about the movie. I love. I love like kind of a, the past of like them being kind of hoodlums and like he 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 ran away and his buddy went to like his friend went to jail and he's got a chip on his shoulder. I like that. Dame is very like I knew you know Dame's a bad guy right away even if you haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> um, I like that whole angle, Eric. I loved it. You know, like kind of not revenge, but well, pretty much revenge. But the 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 boxing in the movie phenomenal. I love the in all three Creed movies. The boxing's great, great stuff. You kind of see where the movie's going. Like, you know Dame's going to destroy the Spanish guy that Creed's backing. And kind of like Adonis's face during that fight, he's kind of cheering for... He has to cheer for both a little bit. You know, he's get, getting looks from Dame like... You know, he's like, what do you do in that situation? You're like, are you happy for your friend? Your main guy just got destroyed. Anyways, I'm rambling on right now. Creed 3 was really good. I kind of... I, I can see it going up on rewatch, actually. I gave it, I think, three and a half stars. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should have gave it four. Uh, it was a really entertaining movie. What do you think of the whole, uh, his wife, mm. um, her character, like her, you know, in Creed, she goes through a big arc, right, in the three yeah. movies. I thought she's a super strong supporting character, in my opinion. Like, she's a great addition to the movies. Uh, but, like, yeah, what are, your, what are your thoughts on, like, the side stories? Yeah, no, her too, right? Like she goes through a kind of a extremely similar um, progression and development as Adonis in that she's now behind the scenes and producing for artists. Like, I don't know if you recognize who that girl was in the, um, at yeah. the party, Kelani. Like she was singing. I don't know. They didn't name her. I was wondering. I thought they were oh. actually going to say like, ah, I'm producing for Kelani now. Like I'm basically overseeing her work, which would be wild. But it's just cool to see how now she's, her career's taken off too. And it's definitely cool to see. I like her character a lot and I like their relationship and like the problems that they have and the struggles that they go through and work through together and support each other. I think it's really awesome that she's not just there like on the side supporting him, whereas he's also there working with her and uh, they're very strong, which you've seen in a lot of these movies where like in um, Rocky, I want to say Adrian just supports Rocky and in his life and his journey to success whereas she doesn't really have much going on so it's a very welcome change in how they um, give us strong female characters in uh, the creed movies now i'm a big fan tessa thompson i think she she kills in those movies and um, i love also yeah. seeing them as parents with their child who's deaf and like that they've all learned the um als like, sign language and um it's um very yeah, just really um great storyline to add on to the the primary narrative that is obviously the boxing is the main focus, but I, I enjoy it a yeah. lot. And like like you, I agree. Like I my the things I like the most are the things that Sylvester did not like. Like I love the dark, the grittiness, 
it uh, it was interesting to see like Dame's fighting style, which was like kind of prison style, like just dirty fighting, like elbow to the jaw, yeah. some kidney punches, some kneeing shots after the bell goes off. So he's definitely not a character you respect. He's, he is a scumbag, but I was rooting for him obviously the whole time. Obviously, <laughs> like in Ant Man, would have loved to see him win, but I knew he wasn't going to for a few reasons. One, it's Creed's movie, and Creed already lo- he lost in the first Creed movie to begin with, so we're not gonna have him lose in two of the three movies. And right. during the training montage, uh, Dame is just knocking out every single person that he's sparring with, whereas. Adonis gets the advantage of sparring with Victor Drago, who's built like a brick shit house, and he goes toe to toe with someone who, like, realistically should demolish him in every single fight. Yet we saw in Creed two, somehow Adonis got the best of him. So for me, it's a little wild sometimes how these things play out because on paper too, Jonathan Majors is a tank. Like, you see how jacked he is in that movie. Like, I would have. Like to see him win in this one, and then he comes back. He's your villain in the next one as well. But that being said, I really did like how everything just resolves itself, and um, that he acknowledges, like, you know what? Like, I'm, I can't keep blaming you for where I ended up in life. It's on me. They both take ownership, actually, which is refreshing to see. So now I wonder if we're gonna see that character in the next movie as well. They're gonna be friends again, uh, back to being brothers. Interesting to see where it's gonna go, and. Um, a lot of dramatic moments in there again, like with Adonis's mom and yeah, yeah. I gave it three and a half stars as well. So I, I think that's a good rating to start with and who knows could go up down the road. No, just, just quickly. I'm glad you said the, the, uh, the more serious moments, like the scene with the mother and him, Adonis realizing like that Dame wrote to him from prison and never got any of that, the letters. And the scene after the fight when he apologizes to him. Like, I kind of feel bad for Jonathan Majors. Like, for... I kind of, like... You understand his freaking frustration. Imagine that. Like, thinking about it every night in your jail cell. Like, and you're writing to him. How come he's not answering back? Like, it's crazy. Like, the the two main... Like, Michael and uh, Jonathan Majors did a great job of, like, portraying that. Love that about the movie. It was really heartfelt not done too cheesy or anything. It was just really good, like brother to brother, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, solid movie. Highly recommend it. I mean, you saw it at the theater. Yeah. I admittedly did not. I watched it at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I would have loved to have seen it on the big screen. Yeah, like at this time, it's not being shown in theater anymore to begin anyways. So I got I saw it at 10.30. Like the only viewings were the 1030 slots, which I don't normally go to those late movie uh, screenings. So, you know, rallied, but those kind of movies, they just fire you up. So it's tough to fall asleep watching those movies because you're just like the adrenaline starts to kick in and uh, you just get pumped up watching them. Right. Like, training montages. If, if you don't get fired up watching them train, like, I don't know, something wrong with you. Cause that just, it always just hype music. And then it makes you want to go hard in the gym too. Like I'm not doing enough and I'm definitely yeah. not doing enough, but watching them go that hard. Like it just definitely motivates you. It's a uh, good stuff. And I just, last thing I just want to say, and I don't know if this was obvious or not there, but I just absolutely sniped that 
when Victor Drago broke his hand. Like, that was an inside job set up by Diamond Dame. Like, that was just too easy to just see through. Like, uh, okay. he's just there like, oh, what's, what's happening here? Like, huh? he remained very calm. I don't know. I knew something was up, and then you get that reveal of the letters, and then the picture of the, the guy who, who made the hit, basically, and Diamond Dame just um, <laughs> dapping up. But, yeah. Love this character. Hope we see him back in the next one. And just to also touch on what you said, Rocky was not missed at all on my end either. Like, I, I love that he wasn't in the movie, honestly. Because you're right. It takes away from from the whole, uh, I don't know, the movie kind of. Like, he's larger than life. It's like yeah. when The Rock shows up in Fast and Furious. It's the Luke Hobbs show. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Well said. Who needs... We, we got Avon, Avon Barksdale as the trainer, you know, from The Wire. <laughs> he, did, he does great... He's awesome, so... Man, I yeah. love Wood Harris. So good. Yeah. I am... Um, I do want to... Yeah. Like, even like just, I just watched this show not too long. I want to rewatch The Wire because I feel like that's a show that you pick up on way more when you understand what's going on mm-hmm. and know where it's going. That like Those first four or five episodes there, it's very confusing as to what they're doing and what they're setting up, how they're talking, like... I don't know, and Avon Barksdale, just such a good character. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he, and he's great as a little Duke in uh, Creed 3. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on for, uh, like, sports? I mean, we can... I was going to recommend some movies I went... I, I did go to the theater a couple more, uh, like, a couple times. Okay. We, I mean, we can recommend more sports movies if you want, or just go with our random recommendations. I, I'm, I'm done touching on the sports, I think. Okay, yeah, sounds good. We can do random recommendations and uh, doesn't need to be sport themed. Uh, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I went to the theater twice last weekend, and I went to see. It was my girlfriend's daughter's. Um, she turned five, so for her birthday, we went to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie at the nice. movie theater. Um, it was epic, in my opinion. For what it is, it it. Knocked it out of the park. Perfect soundtrack. The voice acting is perfect. The animation's amazing. The callbacks to all the games. It's not. It's fast paced. It doesn't waste a second. I don't know. You haven't seen the movie yet, right, Eric? No, not keep yet. It, spoiler. Okay, I'll keep it spoiler free. I mean, spoiler free. It's freaking Mario. No, everything they did, like for what it is, an entertaining, fun movie for the whole family. Knocked it out of the park. Freaking the animation looks amazing. The action's great. Oh, I, I can't I can't pump these this movie's tires enough. Like I can't tell you how good it is. It's just a perfect for small little like family fun movie, blockbuster, or anything you want to call it. It's 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 got all the accolades. Like there's nothing wrong with the movie. It's a freaking Mario movie. Like if there's criticism, you're just like, calm down. It's based off like a freaking Nintendo game. Mm-hmm, yeah. What what they nailed is the look of like this is exactly what it was like in the game in Super Mario Brothers three and Super Mario World and Super Mario sixty four and see, like they they callbacks to many different games right and I bet you there's a lot that I missed too so no fun little movie everyone had a blast watching it highly recommended I mean you love Nintendo you've you would have so much nostalgia Eric watching this movie I guarantee it. Yeah, I really do want to go see it. And I was wondering, like, is it a movie that, need, like, maybe not needs, but but should be seen in theaters? Would you say that it is? And, but, like, ideally, I do want to see it in theaters. So I would want your input on, like, if you say, like, yeah, you should go see it in theaters. 
And also, um, do you think there's a future for more Mario movies down the road? Those would be my two questions based on how the movie experience, going experience was. I don't think you need to see it in theaters. You'd still have a fun experience on your big screen TV. I think there could be more. I mean, this movie was like a like a perfect like start, middle, and end. Like, there's no like nothing's open at the end. But like, I think there will do more because they made so much money. Uh, honestly, I don't think I need to see more though. This was like a perfect little story in and of itself, and like, I don't think I need to see more. Honestly, Eric, it's weird that I'm yeah. saying that. Like, because I the movie ended so fast i'm like what it's only it's already over i wanted more action you know more like i want to see more of those different worlds um so maybe i don't know i don't think i need to see more though okay that's fair yeah no uh it's been on my radar since they announced it and they announced the voice cast too, like all-star stack right there if uh actors oh yeah so no i i definitely do want to go see it so hopefully uh, maybe i don't know if my next episode will be able to have seen it there but uh, hopefully in the future near future it's on my radar like it, it is fun i've been go- i went to the theater a few times too in the last few weeks there obviously um creed 3 and i saw john wick 4 as well so i'm not going to recommend that you already talked about it there but i love that movie it's so good nice. um what i will recommend though is a series that just dropped on netflix that i recommend that you steam beef asap hmm. have you seen this show okay. matt no but everyone was talking about it at work uh i only worked a couple days this week i was in toronto but the first thing someone was talking about thursday yesterday was the korean show beef on netflix and describing it to me and i said okay stop stop i want to watch it now steven yun apparently is amazing so what I would say is like I went into it completely blind. I had heard about it on a podcast that said like, yeah, there's this show coming out on Netflix in a couple of weeks called Beef and the initial reviews are great. Um, you should check it out. So I went in completely blind just knowing that Steven Young was in it and I crushed this whole show in a weekend. Like it took me three days to watch the whole wow. thing. Extremely bingeable because... Almost every episode ends on like a either a cliffhanger or like a I guess it would be cliffhanger like I can't believe that just happened or like there's shorter episodes too they're 30 to 35 minute long episodes so very easy to rip through they fly by it's a um, an unpredictable ride too and I would recommend going into it with an open mind if I would say watch two episodes I was hooked from the first one. Like, there's no way I was stopping after the first one. But I would say give it two if you're not hooked by the first one. Then you'll know if it's for you. But, oh, great show. Like, it's a, it's a front runner right now for my, uh, when we do our now, I guess, best TV and movie sh- movies of the year is also going to be an episode. That's a front runner for me right now, for sure. Great show. All right. Well, after you recommended it, I'm definitely going to have to check it out now. <laughs> Some of the guys at work, they're hit or miss, so like I don't really <laughs> listen to them all that much. But uh, no, your endorsement means a lot, so I'm going to be checking it out. And Korea produces such good stuff. So Well, so it is an awesome. English show, though. Like it is, um, the language oh, is okay. English, yeah. But the majority of the actors are Asian, Korean, yeah. Okay. Awesome. I do have one more. With the start of baseball season, I'm like, binging like baseball every night basically so i don't have as much to recommend uh but i have one more movie i did go to the theater twice like i said i did go see i went to see dungeons and dragons okay nice and let me tell you 
let me tell you about this movie. Had no high hopes for this movie at all. Saw the trailer. Looked fun. But honestly, this movie is criminally, like... It shouldn't be... It, it's, it's, it's excellent, in my opinion, in terms of, like, entertainment. Never boring. Cool world. Cool universe. Um, I bet you a bunch of D&D fans would tell me, like, yeah, of course, like, D&D's awesome. There's all these creatures and druids and magic and wizards and all this stuff. But I didn't know any of that stuff. What's, what makes the movie is Chris uh, Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez, they bounce each other super well. And Chris Pine just does what he does best. Like, he does his, like, James, T- his, his Captain Kirk thing. You know, the one-liners and, like, the funny man. He does that again in this movie. And he's he's great. He excels at it. He's got charisma. Um, and I think that was the point because in D&D, charisma is a statistic. It's like an attribute. And he would be like maxed out in that category. Um, and then Michelle Rodriguez, super badass, crazy good fight scenes. Cool world. It's a really fun adventure movie, I would say. Quests, always going from one like setting to another. Oh, we need to do this. We need to go do that. We need to like... It's almost like a revenge movie in a sense or a heist movie, we'll say. Really fun movie, Eric. I mean, I don't know if running to the theaters, like you don't need to see it at the theater. Like it'd still be just as enjoyable at, at home. And I recommend watching it when it comes out, Eric. You know, when it comes on like Prime or Netflix or all that, like go just watch it. It's just a super fun, casual. There's no stress in the movie. There are touching moments, I'm not going to lie, but like it's just a fun movie. Dungeons and Dragons, summer blockbuster fun. Okay, no, honestly, that's all I've heard about it too is that it actually does subvert expectations in that I thought this looked like ass when I saw the trailer. I'm like, this is going to be an absolute (laughs) atrocity of a movie. But I've only heard good things. So I'm a little concerned that I won't be able to go into this movie with low expectations because I'm going to expect it to be good. So I'm in a pickle here. But I do want to see it. Like you said, though, I'll probably wait for this one to come on stream. Who knows? Maybe it would even benefit from being in a crowd with people who would react and laugh. Like, that's what I love about the theater, too, is, like, when people around you laugh, like, it makes you laugh, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good a good time to be a fan of the theater, anyways. A lot of good, uh, good options out there right now. But, nice. And, yeah, Chris Pine, like, for me, came on the radar in um, Wonder Woman when he was like a charismatic, like very funny character in that movie. Like I hadn't really seen him in much or if I had wasn't a huge fan, but I would guess that his character is similar to the one that he plays in wonder woman, where he is kind of badass, but also doesn't take himself too seriously. Self-deprecating is funny, all that. So no, he's a, like a great lead, honestly. And then you can't go wrong with getting Letty in the mix. If you need a, a badass character too. So that's good to hear that you enjoyed it, first of all. So for me now, I've been uh, just very active again on uh, Letterboxd, which is like a movie rating and reviewing app. So for a lot of these movies that I've been watching nowadays, like Matt, you probably know about them because you've seen me log or write reviews about them. So they wouldn't be really be shocking yeah. to you, but for everyone who doesn't follow me on there, you probably should. But if not, I'll just share one right now. So I watched this movie on Disney Plus called The Menu, which is... It was um, ranked, or no, not ranked. It was labeled as a horror movie. I didn't really 
find that it was a horror movie or gave off that vibe, maybe because of the mysterious element and like the creepiness at times, but not once was I ever scared. If anything, I would could have maybe said it was like a some sort of a thriller. Anyways, that was pretty solid. I think it had moments where I was really hooked and there were some funny scenes as well to diffuse the tension of um so basically the premise is this um a group of individuals like all well off paid a lot of money to go on this exclusive island where there's a restaurant and this like Michelin star caliber chef cooks and provides an experience a dining experience for them that lasts the entire evening and it's a just like I said very it's more than just food that you're getting like there's theatrics in the presentation of the meals and everything there so it's um quite a production and Ray Fiennes is the the chef plays a a very creepy like a menacing character I'll say you got Anya Taylor-Joy as the um the girlfriend of the like main character I guess she's the main character but she's brought to the island by her new boyfriend kind of and um yeah, there's a, like a little supporting cast of these two-bit character actors and a lot of good mm-hmm. moments in there, but um, not. I feel like it had unfulfilled potential. But all that to say, still an enjoyable one-time watch. Um, have you seen this movie, Matt? I have. Uh, I thought I talked about it on the pod, but maybe yeah, that's did, just actually, my did. bad memory. No, you did, you did. Yeah. That's why I knew that you did. I, I liked it. I thought it was... I did, okay. I liked it. I thought it was, like, a big satire on, like, how ridiculous some people become. Like, Nicholas Holt's character, Anya Taylor-Joy's boyfriend or date. Like, the way he was reacting, that's, like, some people nowadays. But I I hear what you're saying. It could have been so much better. Like, the whole is not as good as the sum of its parts. Like, there was a lot of good parts, but they don't... They didn't make, like, a, a whole, like... It didn't even out in the end or it didn't pan out in the end. Yeah. Um, so. Like, it's far from perfect for sure. But ridiculous, but mm, a critique oh, yeah. on society, I guess. Yeah. Yep. But no, I'm glad I'm glad you watched it, Eric. It's definitely a unique movie. I don't know if it fits into any genre, right? It's one of those. So I do have one more thing I guess I can recommend because it's a TV show I've never watched before. And it's an oldie TV. Well, not an oldie, but it's like from a, a decade ago. It's the sit. It's actually a sitcom. I guess I don't know if you call it a sitcom, but it's half-hour episodes. Uh, New Girl with uh, Zoe Deschanel. Mm, okay, nice. Honestly, hilarious. I've been watching it with my girlfriend every night. A couple episodes a night. She moves into uh, an apartment with three guys, and that's what like the main show is about. And the three guys are absolutely hilarious, all different personalities, and she's really kooky and crazy, and it's just like day-to-day sitcom stuff. So really funny show, slept on it. My sister always a big advocate of the show and I doubted her. And I did tell her the other day, like, you girl is indeed funny. You were right. I was wrong. It's a good show. Uh, easy to watch too. So it's on Disney Plus, New Girl. Who are you a fan of? Like, who would you say right now is your favorite character, depending on how far you are? I like Schmidt oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, Schmidt's great. Uh He's not annoying yet. Maybe he gets more annoying. But, like, Nick is hilarious, too. He's always, like, so depressed and, like, never smiles. But, no, I'm only on season two. Okay. So. Yeah, I've seen, like, a bit of that show. I didn't... Uh, I think Zach watched it all. And I would just... Again, it's like a Friday Night Light situation. I'd be around for a bit and, like, see a few episodes here and there. Leave. He's, like, two seasons down the line. Yeah, but I see a lot of people online, like, Nick Miller is, like, the GOAT character in comedy show. 
Personally, I don't see that. Like, I never really liked him, but I guess some people think he's hilarious. So maybe I just haven't seen enough of him. But those would be my thoughts. Like, I, I like Schmidt a lot. I'd say Schmidt and Winston would be, from what I've seen yeah. anyways, the two I found funny. But Nick, so they say, look out. He's going to get better. If he if he's already pretty good, he's going to get better, apparently. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a solid <laughs> nice. show for sure. Yeah, I've, I guess one show that I've talked about quite a lot, actually, on the pod, and I think I forget if I gave this take back then, but um, I'm re-watching Atlanta, which I don't know if I had said that I didn't like season three when it's season three had dropped. I might have or I might not have, but I still stand by that take, but it did get better in the end, and now I'm watching season four, and it's fantastic. Like, return to form. I have one episode left in the series, so I was hoping to be done with the show by the time I recommend it again, but I would say if you like the show, power through season three. It's definitely weird. They made a lot of creative creative changes and decisions that make for a very different viewing experience than season three, but then season four is like all the way back to grassroots traditional Atlanta, and it's great. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they wrap up the, the series, and we'll say overall still a fantastic show it really evolved from being a comedy to a full-on drama like um ted lasso style i guess you could say which i've not seen season three yet i'm looking forward to re-upping on apple tv to watch season three of ted lasso but yeah atlanta back on it almost done great stuff and not to fully get into this as well but like you had recommended last episode matt i'm back on the bad batch i have five episodes left Loving season two. Nice. I look at the ratings on IMDb and like a lot of the side mission episodes get like just review bombed. People absolutely hate them. I still enjoy them. I love the, the animation style. I'm a big fan of. I like the characters. I love Star Wars. Just seeing different planets and the world building. I, I just find very cool. Like I'm going to be hard pressed for me to hate on these episodes unless you're doing full episodes focus on droid or something like they have done in clone wars right like an r2 c3po episode like i don't keep that shit but bad magic i'm a big fan of the characters and uh, i know that the the season finishes strong so i'm excited to see how that all transpire right now it's like everything's coming up star wars mando bad batch pump for ahsoka that's dropping in august which feels yeah. so far away but it'll be here before we know it and uh yeah great time to be a star wars fan uh, Atlanta, still one of my biggest blind spots. I've never really sat down and watched a full season. Uh, I need to get on it. And you always, you always bring it up on the show, and I'm like, damn it, I was, like, it's just one of those things, like a time thing, right? Like if I had all the time in the world, but I'm so selective right now, it's so hard. Bad Batch, I finished season two. It's awesome, Eric. It is, it ends well. I get so attached to like the the bad, like the characters. Even uh, freaking Crosshair, who's quote-unquote the bad guy. Like, I still really think he's badass, and I love him. Um, And just quickly, Mando. I don't know if you watched the second last episode. I thought it was epic. That's all I'm going to say on Mando. We're going to save it for the show. Yeah. But quickly, what are your thoughts on Mando, the second last episode, if you've watched it? Yeah, no, of course I've seen it. Um, Love that episode. It's probably my favorite one of the season, honestly. Overall, Mando, yeah, okay, I guess we don't want to say too much there, but the season's been a little <laughs> uneven in my opinion, but I think maybe yeah. I'm being too critical yeah. at times. But no, second last episode, fantastic. Can't wait for the finale. And um, 
lot I think lots of good stuff to come in Mando and Star Wars universe. I don't know if you saw they announced like future sh- movies and all that there, so that'll be a lot of stuff to talk about when we do another Star Wars epi. But uh, yeah, Mando, it's heating up at the right time. Oh yeah, I love it. Every Wednesday now. Uh, I don't have anything else to recommend. Um, just been busy with work and baseball. Yeah, I'll throw an album at you right now there. I don't know if you check this one out. This is kind of different rap style, but uh, for me, it gets me fired up. So if you know the group Ray Shremmerd, two guys, they're um, brothers, I think. And uh, they dropped an album called Shrem for Life. So it's more like trap, like pump-up music rap. And I think it's just hype. Uh, big fan of them. I saw them live at Blues Fest. They're dope. And this album is really like solid. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it right now. So it's called Shrem for Life. S-R-E-M-M for Life. It's their fourth album together. So the four is a, a f- number four. It's good stuff. I've enjoyed that, listening to that quite a lot. Uh, there's a ton of albums that are dropping that I'm loving. Like I'm getting almost two every week that I listen to. And um, I'm just building up that list. Nothing, nothing solidified yet. Because obviously there's tons of time left in the year. Only a, qu- a third of the way there. But. It's a, again, good time to be a music fan because now stuff is dropping. You're right. It is. It is like I list like the, there was a new Mayhem Loren album that I really enjoyed, but no, that'd be venturing outside my comfort zone for the Shrem for life. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I don't listen to like, that'd be a different, like out of my comfort zone. So maybe I need to check it out and like explore new horizons and rap genres. So. No, I'm going to check that out. Thanks, Eric. Well, if memory serves, you did... I don't know if you had it in your top 10, but you did listen to the Pop Smoke album in 2020. So if you enjoyed that, I could see yeah. an avenue for the Shremmered Boys there as well. It's um, All right. not, not the same style, not the same like rap voice or anything there, but I think there's a comparison to be made there in the kind of beats and uh, vibe that you're getting with that album. always good yeah that's all i had like obviously i have a ton of stuff i could recommend there but you gotta save some for another day save your recommendations for another day um all right Uh, so this was a lot of fun matt i'll um any final notes for the listeners yeah thank you guys for listening and for submitting all those sports movies i hope you had a Hope you like the episode and I hope you're going to enjoy summer like I will, like I plan on doing. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know the best uh, things of summer is coming up. If you know, you know. So, yeah, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Continue to stay safe. Love you all. And, yeah, peace.